0: Welcome back to Journey to Vithmore. Today I'm going to talk about the language outside that I have spent well like the rest of it, probably 12 years working on. Language creation. Certainly the first thing that everyone should attempt when they are learning how to write. Why did I do it? Well, I thought that's what you did. I don't have a lot of experience reading books. Um, I don't have a lot of knowledge of different fantasy novels. Interestingly enough, I'll admit it now, I don't read a lot. I do a lot of writing. I certainly don't read a lot. So, the only real influence that I had at the time was looking at the same guy that everyone looks at when they go to make fantasy, or at least the same guy they look at initially, uh, Tolkien. And he did it. At the time, I didn't know he was, you know, a master of English and linguistics, so I thought I'd do the same thing. At first, I just made stuff up, kind of put out words uh, that I thought sounded cool, shoved whatever I wanted in there, you know, as... I guess as fantasy can tend to do. I wasn't really content with that. I have, I don't I don't want to call it a uh, perfectionism complex. I'm not sure what you'd call it. I'd just like to do things the right way, okay? So, doing a language or making a language seemed like what I needed to do to justify just making things up. Which, you know, language is just making things up. It's just a structural way of doing it. What I decided to do was try and make something that was simple and when you talk in the terms of language that's not really not really something you can do. At least not from a like an understanding standpoint. What I tried was to make something that had, you know, a certain set of rules. They were always the rules and that's always how they were, and you wouldn't change them, not even if there was a C in front of the I or E. Don't even get me started on silent letters. What the hell? Why? Why is it a thing? Someone can explain it to me, I don't really want to know the logical answer because I just don't like them, they're deceitful. The first thing I did was um, I decided to get rid of some letters, usually the more problematic ones or the ones that I didn't find had a point, so naturally you could probably guess the uh, first ones X, Y, Z and Q, you don't need those, We're making a language. You need them in English, but I didn't need them when I was making a language, because it's just really hard to do things around them, okay? I felt if I was to use a Q, that's what a K did. Which, okay, this is why I got rid of the letter C, because C does what an S does, and what a K does. The other one is J. Got no real reason for getting rid of J. I just didn't want you in there, man. I'm sorry. I'll use you in another language, maybe maybe if i make another fantasy series you know what the next 12 year project i'll be sure to use the letter j uh i also didn't um have like sh or ch sounds in the language i don't know why that is i think i like i kept the th sound but i guess i just decided the other ones were too much so when i talk about you know creating a set of rules I mean, like, um, phonetically, not so much in the structure of, like, of of sentences and things, although that is probably the weakest part of my language. I have tried to create concrete rules in that instance as well. But what I'm talking about is phonetically. So, the letter A, for example, when it would say A or A, I made those rules to be as they were and to never change. There's a lot of other ones, phonetically, that aren't that complicated, But to the same point, if I made a rule, that's how the rule was, that's how it was staying. I've even had to pull myself up when I've reviewed my language and had to change a bunch of things. I'm really hoping I don't have to do that again because I've named a lot of places. And as I'll talk about, this language kind of births its new words uh, from previous ones. So changing the way a word sounds or the way that it is spelt, it's just really not great you know, it'd create, it's a domino effect, it's the uh, the butterfly effect, you know, the two, two little rocks that make the landslide. I also wanted to, um, not initially, but as I thought more on the language and more on Vithmore, I wanted to create a language that was kind of representative of the world. So, uh, narratively, the language is made by these beings called the Urte, which are the the humans of the first age still connected to a divine kind of presence or spirit. These beings being mortal needed a way to comprehend the language of those that came before them. So the Anorath and the Vith, they did not speak really. They had the ability to speak, but they did not need to. They conveyed through emotion and intuition. And as you will know out there, Understanding and conveying through intuition, it's very difficult. Intuition and insight are not, although they are, what's the word, almost like based, base insti- instincts, uh, we kind of lose the ability to read them well and that look that's a whole nother chat that comes from like you know dishonesty and all that kind of business and we don't need to get into that i'm talking about my language not not all that so the idea was that this language was made for mortal beings to be able to communicate with those that to communicate with those that spoke with without word i used that idea as an excuse for my um initial sporadic creation of this language because even when i say i was making a language i I can't say that I was making it as one with the knowledge of linguistics, despite the fact that I did read through an entire linguistics textbook. I can't say that I would have created it in the way that someone with a professional understanding of this would. So I had the rules, but I still, you know, just threw words out there. And the, the reasoning I have for this in the world is that I'm claiming that that's how the language was, was made. And when I say I'm claiming, that's how the language was made. I'm making this world up. I don't have to claim it. It's a fact if I say it. Pretty much there was a being in the first age, a an urte, a human-like creature, that walked around with one of the firstborn, the Anorath. And they basically pointed at stuff and assigned sounds to those things. The language evolved from there. So where they just chose sounds for the initial things, the language works in the same way that Vithmor does. In that nothing is created from nothing. There needs to be something before, or something that has given of itself. So the language also took parts of what was to make something new. For example, the word Rothkaya uh, sin, which means world of the soul. It comes from two words, sin meaning uh, world, and Rothkaya meaning soul, or part of the heart. Rothkaya also comes from two words: Rolf, meaning heart, and kaya to mean part of. So that's kind of how the language works. You've got the you've got the word for heart, Rolf, the word for kaya, meaning part of. Put those together, you get soul, because your soul is part of your heart, and so on. Another example is the word for hammer, fayoth. Uh It means build tool. It also comes from two words, fiolaior which means to use your hands and is of the word forehand file and the word ior, which means to use and the other word that it is built off is orathio which means to use and create and that is of the words orath uh, which means to make birth or create and again the word ior to use so i guess the language kind of works uh, the same way life does, through reproduction. You know, the the next thing to, to be born is of other things and so on. So, there's almost like an ancestral uh, family tree that you can link through the language. sire also has a written portion, uh, its own lettering, and it is influenced by English lettering. I mean, again, I was a guy that decided to make a language with no knowledge of linguistics. So, where someone who had knowledge would have made a language based off of sounds and phonetics, rather than lettering, uh, I did the opposite. and I used lettering to define the sounds. In all honesty, if I was to, I guess, make it in a more true fashion for how it would have been made, I'd probably have to go back to the beginning and use a phonetical structure as opposed to a uh, using the English lettering to define stuff. One of the, the parts that I am most fond of in this language, and it is solely because I think if you listened to the previous episode, I talked about how I really like uh, rocks with runes written on them. Runes look cool, okay? They're awesome. And they look really fun when they mean something. So, every proper noun in Urtsayor has a sort of rune symbol. Now, this symbol is taken from the lettering that makes the word. I'll share this on my Instagram, a few examples. I have one of them, the one that means Vithmore, tattooed on my right forearm. But basically, it takes a piece of each letter, that is, uh, each letter that is part of the word, and then works them into a cool-looking symbol and... It's just fun. I did it because I wanted to and I like it. It serves as kind of a, a signature and a um, what's the term I'm looking for? Serves as a signature and a seal. That's it. As a seal for individuals and places. I would probably say a good uh, portion, probably a third if not more of my writing time not so much now anymore, but definitely definitely throughout this time, has been spent on this language. Not even just working on this language with the purpose of working on it, but as I write and I realise that I want a word for a certain thing, I don't just make up a word for sword, because when the language was written, there weren't swords. So I have to figure out what they would have called that. Would they have come up for the with the word for weapon first, or the word for cut? Or maybe they would have had knives earlier for food, you know? There are so many pages that basically have this this mind map of following from one word to another, saying, okay, if I need this word, then I have to know what, what that word means. Okay, that word kind of comes from these two words. And these two words, I mean, as I was describing before, you know, with, with hammer coming from build and tool and... The word for, the word being build coming from the words hand and to use. There's so many pages that I have filled up with that kind of stuff. And it is a lot, but actually it's quite a lot of fun too. Keeps it entertaining. Even at this stage, the language isn't complete, much like Fifthmore itself. You know, it's one of those questions of when do you stop? How do I know when a language is finished? How do I know when a world is complete? And I don't think I ever will know, and I don't think it ever will be. And that's okay. Everyone needs something to do. So I guess in summary, the language was made because I wasn't content with making things up. And obviously that is what I have done, because that's what you do. I am just making things up. But at least there are rules in my whimsy and imagination now. To close off, I'd like to mention, you know, there are still parts of this initial sporadic creation that have defined... Uh Ertseil. for example, the first word that I came up with vithmore the word vith means is the name for the godlike creatures, and more is the word for land. Initially, it was making stuff up and then building the language from that and now it's very much about building the world from the language. There's an interesting introspective that I've kind of found talking about this language I've seen posts um I can't tell you the the quote who it's from. Sorry, I can't tell you the quote. I can't tell you who said it because I don't remember. But it was something along the lines of no tears in the author, no tears in the reader. You know, basically like, oh, you need to put your heart and soul into this. And if you don't, it's not going to mean anything kind of thing or it won't resonate. That's always been a bit of a of a difficult concept for me to understand. You know, I don't know how to, uh, I guess, share in a way that is conveying feelings and things like that and is and is showing exactly what i'm feeling in those moments i've certainly felt stuff when writing but through thinking about this language and the creation of it i've understood that it's not even so much in the writing it's in the it's in the world it's in the world building i tried to make a language that is simple it's straightforward it's honest it's down the line what you see is what you get and that's kind of how I try and be as myself. I try and be honest. I try and, I try and show exactly who I am on the outside. No little hidden secrets and things like that. I don't like things that are said to be one way but are actually another. I just thought that was quite interesting that I've always thought of it in a writing sense of how am I putting myself into this. And then when I look back at this language that is like a mechanical part of the world... This actually holds so much of my personality in it, and I think that's really cool. And I hope it comes through. I don't know how it will. I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't read much, so I don't really know the experiences of reading something and going, "Oh, that's yeah." I can, I can, I can see the person in this. Anyway, I just wanted to make that point more for uh, more for myself, really, than for you guys. But maybe more for people that are writing their own stuff and are wondering. Are wondering if they're putting enough of themselves in there, or how they can put themselves in there. It happens, guys. It just happens. You don't even know it's happening, and it's happened. So anyway, that's where I'll sign off for this episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed my tones. I've tried to keep them nice and nice and low, nice and relaxing, uh, so that you can listen to this in the bath, or you know, just before bed, or just as you wake up to you know, bring yourself into the day in a nice little fashion. I've talked about the language this week, which is part of the world building. I'm going to chat about the world building next week. And oh my gosh, isn't that exciting? I've just said it's happening next week. Get excited, guys. My voice is coming to your eardrums once a week. Hot damn. See you later.